good, y'all. We back. Um, a bit of an emergency pod, bit of an emergency video. Uh, we had a big contract extension come up. Uh, but first of all, before we get into it, my boy T in the building. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just finished eating some food. Big night. I'm ready. Ready. You know what it is, man. Um, you know, if if you don't know what it is, we, the reason why we said a big night is because uh, today is Saturday, January 28th, and the two greatest franchises in NBA history play each other tonight. The Lakers versus the Celtics, they're going at it. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about uh, this big bang of news that we just seen. Uh, our boy Miles Turner got finally got that contract extension. Man, they be playing with Miles Turner, man. They always keeping him in the trade rumors or and then always end up re-signing him. But they ended up re-signing him for a two-year, uh, $60 million contract extension. My boy T, talk to me. Thoughts? Uh, what are you thinking? Honestly, it's crazy to me because I don't know if y'all remember during the offseason, they offered DeAndre in a offer sheet and um, obviously the Phoenix Suns matched it. But what that tells me is that if you're offering DeAndre in another center, another center that may be better than Miles Turner before this season, right, because Miles Turner wasn't playing that well, right? So they obviously wanted to improve and then obviously the Suns matched it. That just shows that they didn't really have much loyalty to Miles Turner and I feel like every single year, Miles Turner, the last two years, I feel like has been in the trade rumors every single year before the season even started. Before, as soon as trade deadline comes up, he's the number one name that's always brought up to me. So they did him well. They paid him. He's going to be making about $30 million. I believe he's on an expiring deal this year. So it's going to be extended out. So but like 2025, I'm not sure how good my math is, but he that he's getting paid. And I do want to say this, right? John, he's having a career year. Let's just look at it, right? He's averaging about 17.5 points a game. He never averaged that ever in his career. Career high in points. He's having a, a career high in field goal percentage, shooting about 54%. Three-point percentage, John, he's having a career high with 39.1. Rebounds, he's having a career high in 7.9. Even, well, technically, this is his second best year for assists. You don't get much assists, obviously, but it's at 1.4. This is the second most throughout his career his highs is 1.6 so throughout the his throughout his stats and how he's been playing this what uh playing this year everything's breakout 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 and then not only that we all know he's one of the top five rim protectors in the league average about two four two point four blocks a game and so listen i'm looking at his last like 10 11 games john he's been going off but i don't want to talk about the games that he's going off i just want to talk about this one individual game against oklahoma city thunder where he put up 20 minutes Seven points. I'm assuming he got hurt that game because that doesn't seem likely. But seven points, three for four, right? John, he had six blocks. He's almost having as much points as blocks. That is incredible to me, bro. That's just super incredible to me. But during this stretch also, he had a 30-point game against the Milwaukee Bucks, 11 for 17 at the field, five for nine at the three-point line. Incredible. And in the last three games, it looks like he owns the Bucks because that game was January 16th. They played the Bucks at 27th, and he had 24 points. And um, 10 for 20 at the field, 22 points against the Magic and 26 against the Bulls. He's having a really, really good year. I'm happy for him. His mental, because, you know, when you're always involved in these rumors and you don't know if you're going to be here, it's the, you know, you got a family to think about. I'm not sure if he has kids or anything, but it's it, it's a lot, John. It's like you li- it's like you're living where you're at right now and you don't know if you're staying there. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy for him. He knows where he's going to be at. And he finally got paid. Well deserved. Man, definitely well-deserved. Um, and yeah, just like how you said, I, I always feel bad for him, man, because every single year he's the first name that comes up in trade rumors. And yeah, just like how you said, I mean, 
a lot of people, I, I actually was just having this conversation. Your boy just got chopped. You know what I'm saying? I went to the barbershop and <laughs> I was actually even talking to, uh, you know, some of the homies over there at the barbershop. And they, you know, they were like kind of referencing that these players are basically like robots, right? Like I was like, they, they were like, oh, why doesn't LeBron go all out in the game in like January 12th? I'm like, because a game in January means nothing to LeBron. He needs to preserve his energy. He's a 38-year-old man. He's preserve his energy for playoffs, right? So like, I think people often think, think that just because these guys, you know, make a lot of money and, you know, l- live their dreams, that they're robots, that they're not humans. But at the end of the day, man, like these guys are human beings. And they go through feelings just like how we do. They get angry. They get upset. And, and honestly, it, it, everyone, it doesn't matter if you're making millions of dollars or if you're just working a minimum wage job. If you don't know what your day-to-day situation is like, man, that's only bound to cause, you know, anxiety and, and, and crazy feelings. So I'm definitely happy for him. Uh, but it, but it, it also is great to see him, you know, ball out and have a career, like how you mentioned, a career in multiple aspects of the game this year, man, because, you know, like, this is contract year, you know, he was, he was expiring. And then he got a, he got a big deal this year. Um, again, like I said, $30 million a year is crazy, but it's well-deserved. It's well-deserved. Uh, but on the flip side of that, let's talk a little bit on the, for, for the Pacer side. <laughs> I don't understand the move to be honest with you, because we, we, I mean, we talked about this in the past, like why are the Pacers winning? You know, why, like even if you, even if you have Miles Turner playing at his greatest, even if you keep, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, keep Buddy healed, keep, you know, Jalen Smith, uh, Benedict, Benedict Mather, and Chris, Chris Duarte, if you keep all these players, there's still a first-round exit. You know, there's still, they're still a first-round exit because this team just isn't a competitive in the playoffs. So, Moss Turner is going to definitely make them better. But I, I think that, you know, unless they have plans to, you know, building, building around Miles Turner, which that'd be kind of crazy to say, but unless you have plans to build around Miles Turner, I don't see the direction. It looks like they're headed towards uh, purgatory land, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could possibly think of, John, of why they extended him, they're probably thinking, okay, like, we got to we're – we're trying to build a big three. So Tyrese Halliburton, they're going to build off him. But I also like to say this, right? I think people forget that Miles Turner is still pretty young. He's only 26 years old. Um, Tyrese Halliburton is only – is 22. So, like, you could pair them together for the future. They signed him to an extension because, like I said, Miles Turner throughout his career has been very mediocre. He, I, I feel like he always had the potential to be excellent because he's seven feet and can protect the rim but and shoot the three, and we're finally seeing it this year. So hopefully they're trying to say, okay, we're going to give you that $30 million, well-deserved, but let's see if you continue to carry that on. And then obviously you carry that on. He's going to be, what, about 28, 29 years old? He's still going to be in his prime. Depending what direction the Pacers are at that point, it's to be seen, but I feel like what they're trying to think about is like, okay, we got Tyrese, we got Turner, and then we got – uh the McAdoo dude that you love to say. So they're, they're trying to, they're trying to build, they're trying to build like a, a, a future. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they have the building blocks and Ty, I think it's starting with Tyrese and uh, Miles Turner, but going back, but hold up before you talk, right. Um, going back to what you said, I had this conversation with my dad and um, I know uh, us people, like, especially me, I know that um, criticize a lot of basketball players when they have a bad night. And this is going back to mental. Sometimes I feel like, we don't think about what's going on in their life. Example, right? Say Russell Westbrook has a bad game. We didn't know what if that the day prior, his wife just left him and he has to go to a basketball game or someone just passed away. See, we don't, we don't look into that stuff because we just care about you make this much money. We need 40 points from you every single night. And it is what it is. 
But but like sometimes you do got to look at that, bro. They're just like us. You know, we don't know what they go through when they get off the court. A lot of NBA players are depressed just because they got 30 million dollars. They don't get that. It takes time to get that 30 million dollars, bro. And and then they got to pay a bunch of people and this and that. So it's not like how the life looks like it is, man. Internet is all fake. I'm not saying the players are fake or whatnot, but like everything that the lifestyle they live is, it's all fake. So stop believing that. And sometimes just think about their mental. Say, you know, I know you like to come at Ben Simmons and I know Ben Simmons continues to continue to play mediocre, but what if, you know, we don't know what's going on in Ben Simmons life. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I, I, I don't even want to, I'm not even going to say that. Just Ben Simmons, maybe, uh, going through someone, something. He's just going through something, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what we got to start looking at more, too. But going back to the Pacers' direction, I'm confused, too. I would like to say this, though, right? Maybe they're thinking, okay, we're going to be in the play-in this year. They're going to be – they're thinking we're confidently we're going to be in the play-in. Because if you look at the standing, uh, John, right, they only got to worry about the Chicago Bulls and the Wizards, right? So they're currently 24 and 27. They're ninth. They have to just be top 10. Right. And I think they could be a top 10 seed, believe it or not. They play, they showed it so far, right? They showed it. Tyrese is going to be back. This is what they're thinking. Personally, you already know how I feel. They are one and nine their last 10, so they are falling. But when Tyrese comes back, I think they can still manage to be around a top 10 seed, if, even if they fall out to 11. But I think confidently, what they think what's going on so far this season, I think they're going to be like, we could be in the plan. And then they're going to see what's from that. Because at the end of the day, organizations, they say they really don't want to lose. Because it's their business. You want to make money, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So then so, so then so then as far as you know that 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 playing point, because I'm 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 over here looking at the standings too. So I definitely agree that they got they gotta worry about the wizards and the bulls, but I would even extend it to they gotta worry about the Raptors too, man. Because I know the Raptors they're not having the you know the season that they should be having, but I feel like we know what the Raptors do, man. And and, and when the Raptors can put it together. Uh, I think they could, de- and they have championship, not sorry, not championship experience. They have playoff experience. Like some of those players on that team have championship experience, but that was already from so long ago. Most of those players, you know, really don't, especially the key players like Scotty and OG, they don't really understand, you know, what it's like to be at that level, but they definitely do understand what it's like to be at, at the playoff level and, and, and play there. So I would extend it to as far as, as far as the Raptors, w- w- would you, would you feel comfortable saying that they should worry about the Raptors as well sitting at the 12th seed? Yeah, if the Raptors can get it together. But even with the Raptors, you feel so it's like it's going to take two teams out. And I feel like they're going to be like still confident in the sense because then it's like, OK, we got to worry about 12 teams now. Right. Don't worry about 13, 14, 15. We got to worry about these 12 teams. They're going to be like. Out. Honestly, it's crazy to say. I don't think Toronto, Toronto team you have to worry about, but I think it's going to be Toronto. I just can't see the Bulls missing the playoffs. So I'm going to have just as respect, I got to put them in there, but I think they could, they're bad. They're bad, but they're just so, they have, if you look at their roster, they're talented. So just because the typical Wizards, they're terrible, we're going to take the Wizards out and the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to go a different direction. I'm not going to lie. I, I think that, uh, I think as, you know, as much as much regular season success that the Pacers can have, I don't know. I don't know if they'll, you know, they'll be able to match what the, what the Bulls are going to be able to get together. I think the I still have some upside and I still uh, hope for the Raptors, man. So I think that the the the, the two teams that are going to be out are going to be actually the teams that are in right now, which is the Pacers and the Wizards. So I think you know the Bulls are going to be able to jump that, and so are the Raptors, man. So 
we, we, this is going to be a tight race, man, to, to, to the last, um, last little yeah. playing spot. And, and that's, that, that's something that I really, I really like about them, you know, the playing to be real, because it added that excitement, right? Cause then you would just be excited about that, that, that last eight seed. But now you have like two, three more positions that you got to get really excited for, man. I I think the playing is great to be real. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I, I think it was a good idea. Um, you got to give credit when credit's due. But let yeah. me look before we get out of here talking about Miles Turner. Let me ask you just one more question because we talk about uh, well, you talked about you know the Pacers maybe going towards the direction of you know building with that big three of you know Ty- Tyrese and uh, Miles Turner and you know maybe Benedict Matherin or whoever it is that you know they want to bring in. But I mean, I'm looking at Miles Turner right here. The games he's played, the last time he played over 60 games was 2019, 2020, and then before then it was 2017, 2018. Man, so. Miles Turner, I mean, you want you maybe you want to build off him off, you know, his 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 talent of being able to you know defend and be able to shoot from the three. But what I, I be saying this all the time, man. The best kind of ability is availability, man. And then if he's not available, then it's kind of hard to it's it's kind of hard to build off that. So to you, you know, would you have any hesitancy to build to to you know have him be a cornerstone of a of your team missing this many games? But and um I think that's injury plays part. And they and, and his play plays part, but I think that's why they only did it two years. Um, I think that's going to Kyrie Irving because we talked about it yesterday. I think that's what Kyrie Irving deserves, like a two-year deal. It's kind of like a prove it deal, yeah. you know. Two-year deal gives you more like lean, like a little more lean way than than a one-year deal. But I think that's why they do two years just to see like two years gives you a better understanding of. So far, he's on pace to pretty much play almost all the games this year. Yeah, but let's so, see. I mean, if he do it, if he if, if he does it, then absolutely, man. You know that that yeah. that two year deal would have been definitely worth it, man. Um, but T, before you get out of here, we before you get out of here, you got any last thoughts you want to say before with this uh, Miles Turner situation? Yeah, well, one thing I gotta say, Lakers fans, it's over, buddy. You're not getting <laughs> Miles Turner. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of Lakers fans, even the Lakers envy was was hoping for it, was hoping for it. But it's all good, man. AD is at his best when he's at the five, so. It is what it is, man. We're not worried about it. For the family, make sure you smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. Leave a nice comment down below. Let us know how you feel about this Miles Turner situation. Is two years, 60 million too much? Is that not enough? Should he have gotten a bigger contract extension, smaller? Let us know in the comment section down below. As always, do not forget to get at us, man. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Clutch Talk Pod. Just look us up. We're going to be on there, man. But if that's it, then we out of here, y'all. We out of here. Peace.